Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast. This is the On the Spot series by China Forum. In this series, we return to the platform of international forums and webinars, where leading minds in academia, government, business, technology, and media deliver novel, collaborative responses to the global issues of the day. Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast on the Spot series. I'm Han Hua. The free and open Indo-Pacific concept has become a frequently referenced buzzword after the Biden administration pivoted back to the region as it tries to strengthen alliances to corner China. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris' recent trip to Asia was also seen as the U.S. commitment to the FOIP, a 2016 concept. That has been developed through Japanese and American cooperation. What are the real intentions behind the FOIP concept? Is China's increasing maritime presence a threat to regional security or an assurance to international navigation safety? Zhou Bo, a China Forum expert and former director of the Center for Security Cooperation in the Office for International Military Cooperation at the Ministry of National Defense. Recently spoke at International Maritime Security Conference 2021. The conference was co-hosted by S. Rajaram School of International Studies and the Republic of Singapore Navy in late June. Let's hear his opinion. The so-called free and open Indo-Pacific is not the new norm; it is a new myth. Ask yourself. When the Indo-Pacific is not free and open, oceans are interconnected. In human history, few countries have attempted to block international straits or sea lanes. The most outstanding problem in the Indo-Pacific was piracy that was rampant in the Gulf of Aden and the Somali Basin from 2008 to 2013. Now it is basically eradicated thanks to the joint efforts of the international navies. The free and open Indo-Pacific is, in fact, thinly veiled attack on China. It also comes at a cost on the centrality of the ASEAN. The reason is simple: geographically speaking, if ASEAN lies at the heart of the Pacific, it cannot be at the center of the Indo-Pacific at the same time. It would be interesting to see how the Quad might evolve. If it is based upon a common resentment of China. Then the glue that binds the four won't be strong enough. China is one of the top trading partners of the U.S. and the largest trading partners of Japan, Australia, and India. None of them would wish to sacrifice their own economic ties with China for the interest of the other three countries, to say the least. In the international maritime domain, I think one of the new norms is that the PA Navy is getting stronger and stronger. It already has the largest number of ships in the world. It is aiming to grow into a world-class navy by mid-century. At any given time, there are Chinese naval vessels sailing somewhere in the rest of the world. The question is, what does this mean for the world? Of course, a stronger Chinese navy will play a more important role in safeguarding China's sovereignty and territorial integrity. But the PA Navy doesn't need so many ships for Taiwan issue or the South China Sea issue. It is China's tremendous and ever-growing overseas interest and international obligations, which are incumbent upon a major power that call for China to build a world-class navy. In the defense white paper, 
safeguarding China's overseas interests, and participating in regional and international security cooperation to safeguard regional and world peace are described as strategic tasks of the PLA. Another new norm is China is a new type of sea power, which is different from all others seen in history. China has no intention to police the world, but it stands ready to assist the world. Therefore, it won't attempt to control the choke points in the international straits. It won't establish the so-called string of poles. Instead, China will safeguard its overseas interests and shoulder its international obligations through international cooperation. Counterpiracy in the Gulf of Aden is a brilliant example of how the Chinese Navy might achieve that. Half of all the ships escorted by the Chinese naval flotillas are foreign ships, and the PLA Navy has joined the international navies, big and small, to secure sea lanes that are pivotal to international maritime trade. The significance of counterpiracy, therefore, is threefold. It is counterpiracy itself. It is also Maintenance of sea lanes of communication, and most important of all, it is perseverance of freedom of navigation. Well, that was Mr. Zhou Bo sharing his views on the free and open Indo-Pacific concept, as well as the rules-based maritime order in the new normal. Thanks for listening.